In this bulletin, supporters of Brazil's former president Jair Bolsonaro stormed the nation's Congress, Supreme Court and Presidential Palace. Ukraine's military says a Russian claim that it killed hundreds of Ukrainian soldiers is propaganda. And Novak Djokovic travels to Melbourne to prepare for the Australian Open. G'day from the SBS newsroom, I'm Peggy Giacomelos. Brazil's President Luis Lula da Silva says protesters who stormed government institutions as well as those who financed them will be punished. Supporters of the former President Jair Bolsonaro, who refused to accept his election defeat, stormed the Congress, the Supreme Court and the Presidential Palace in Brasilia. The protest comes a week after the inauguration of President da Silva, who called the demonstrators fanatic fascists. Eu queria dizer para vocês que todas essas pessoas que fizeram isso serão encontradas e serão punidas. And I wanted to tell you that all the people who did that will be found and will be punished. They will see that democracy guarantees the right to freedom, freedom of communication, freedom of expression, but it also demands that people respect the institutions that were created to strengthen democracy. In other overseas news, Ukraine's military says a Russian claim that it killed hundreds of Ukrainian soldiers in an attack is propaganda. Russia has claimed a missile strike in the eastern city of Kramatorsk killed more than 600 Ukrainian soldiers, but the Ukrainian military says the claims are untrue. Residents of Kramatorsk says a Russian rocket attack caused some damage, but there's no evidence of any casualties. Это выбух и выбух. There was an explosion and then another explosion. The windows shook. There were a series of explosions. Really, there's nothing else to tell you. Just a normal day. A boy has died in a New South Wales hospital from injuries sustained in a car crash involving an alleged drink driver. The nine-year-old was airlifted from Killarney Vale on the state's central coast to a Newcastle hospital on Wednesday after the two-vehicle crash. Police say he died in hospital on Saturday as a result of his injuries. A 51-year-old woman who was driving the other car was arrested over the crash. She has had her charges upgraded and now faces 10 counts, including aggravated dangerous driving, occasioning death and driving with a high-range PCA. She was granted bail on Thursday and is due to appear in the Gosford Local Court on January the 27th. The Australian Medical Association says priority must be given to reducing lengthy wait lists for elective surgeries in New South Wales. Significant delays due to the pandemic saw the wait list balloon to more than 100,000 patients. A spokeswoman for New South Wales Health says the state government has committed close to a billion dollars to reduce the waiting times. And there are concerns about a reduction in bulk billing. Less than 40% of GP clinics in Melbourne bulk billing their clients, leaving most paying an out-of-pocket fee of about $40. 
Dr Makesh Hakewal is a former president of the AMA. He's told Channel 9 the Medicare system is broken. Many years of chronic underfunding rebates that we get from Medicare towards our medical fees for GPs has only gone up 0.5% over 10 years. Alongside that, the normal rate of increase in health expenditure in the country has dropped over the last year or two. The number of doctors who are recruiting has dropped under 15%. So someone's been asleep at the wheel. The governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, says Joe Biden is to blame for what he calls the chaos at the border with Mexico because of the president's failure to enforce existing laws. President Biden has inspected a busy port of entry at El Paso in Texas on his first visit to the region. He watched as border officers demonstrated how they search vehicles for drugs and money. The Republican governor says he gave Joe Biden a letter setting out what he regards as solutions to dealing with the record numbers of migrants crossing into the country. All we ask the president to do is to enforce these five standards under American law already. If he does that, he will make enormous strides in securing our border and eliminating the illegal immigration so they can get back to the pathway of dealing with legal immigration in the United States. Novak Djokovic heads to Melbourne today where he's the strong favourite to win his 10th Australian Open crown. It took Djokovic more than three hours to defeat his American opponent Sebastian Corda in three sets in the final of the Adelaide International. The event was his first tournament in Australia since being deported last year for not being vaccinated against COVID-19. Djokovic says his tennis fans have given him a great reception since his return to Australia. The support that I've been getting in the last 10 days was uh, something that uh, I don't think I've experienced too many times in my life. So thank you so much for everyone for coming out every single match. That's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. And remember to check out our suite of podcasts, including SBS News In Depth and On The Money.